Chase for Business and iHeart bring you a new podcast series called The Unshakables. This one-of-a-kind series will shine the spotlight on small business owners like you who faced a do-or-die moment that ultimately made their business what it is today. Learn more at chase.com slash business slash podcast. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase and a member FDIC 2024 J.P. Morgan Chase and Co. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. You know, I love music, but I haven't picked up an instrument in years. You know why? I tell myself, I don't have time. Where am I going to find a teacher? Well, there's an answer. Musora. Musora is the place where you can learn essential skills and techniques with more than a hundred of the world's best teachers and musicians and thousands of famous songs. You get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 per month, less than a single private lesson. Just go to musora.com, M-U-S-O-R-A.com to start a new musical journey today. Pushkin. In Northridge, California, just north of Los Angeles, off the 405 freeway, surrounded by a series of strip malls, there is what looks like a very ordinary office park, like for lawyers and accounting firms, or the West Coast distributor of some obscure German housewares brand, that kind of thing, very stealth. But then you see a little sign that says, Harman Kardon, and you step inside, and you're like, oh. Harman Kardon, manufacturers of high-end audio systems, home to JBL, Infinity, Bang & Olufsen, Oh, and a brand called Mark Levinson, their flagship product. One of the most serious names of all for true audiophiles. Imagine long corridors filled with ideas for speakers, prototype speakers, random components, things that make you feel like you're at Los Alamos in the middle of the Manhattan Project. And deep inside Harman Kardon is a place called the John Urgel Theater. Plush, dark, hushed, everything in soft, sound-absorbent fabric. All right, I'm going to give you a little about what uh, we have in this room. Um, uh, we have a total of, I think, 33 uh, loudspeakers in this room. It's a full immersive experience. I think we're talking about probably uh, half a million dollar worth of equipment. We're going so to do immersive. As good as it gets, sound-wise. This is probably... Uh, an overkill. It, it's it's more than as good as it gets. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, you basically ruined every listening experience I'm going to have after this. Yes. 
You're listening to Go and See from Lexus and Pushkin Industries, our podcast about all things obsessively and perfectionistically Lexus. I'm Malcolm Gladwell. In this episode, we're going to talk about the sound system on the Lexus LS and why it sounds so amazing. Because it does. Lexus loaned my producer Jacob Smith and me an LS for a few days, and we proceeded to drive it the length of L.A. County in violation of as many known traffic laws as possible. And every time we cranked the music, all we could think of was, whoa, why does it sound like no other car stereo we have ever cranked before? So we had to go to the source, the company that makes the sound systems for Lexus cars, Harman's Mark Levinson, to get some answers and to geek out. If you've been listening to this series, you'll know that the inner workings of cars are a lot more complex than people think they are. But car stereos? I had no idea. It may take me more than one episode to get to the bottom of this one. Does this room have a name? Yes. Uh, It's called the MLL. Uh Stands for Multi-Channel Listening Lab. Okay. The multi-channel listening lab, a room just as ridiculously tricked out as the John Urgel Theater, where the people at Mark Levinson put us through a drill so hilariously complicated that I can't even... Basically, we were played a song on a series of different sets of $20,000 speakers, all arrayed on a complex trolley system. They're swapped out behind a black curtain, and after each playback, the audio geeks ask us which version we thought was better, when in fact, all were equally absurdly, ridiculously amazing. It's like they were taunting us with how good their sound was. So let's start with speaker A. It could happen to you by Diana Krall. Hide your heart from sight. Lock your dreams at night. It could happen to Hide your heart from sight Lock your dreams at night It could happen to you All right, so far so good? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) First of all, all of them are so many orders of magnitude better than any sound I've ever heard that I... Well, you're right about that, and you will see why. I mean, when we lift up the curtain, you will see why uh, you just said that. I want to say I like B the best. The Mark Levinson of the Mark Levinson brand was and is a jazz trumpeter who's played with Sonny Rollins and Stan Getz, John Coltrane, Chick Corea, and Keith Jarrett. In the 1970s, he founded a high-end audio company, which ended up being acquired by Harman Kardon. Levinson's mother's name was Hertz. Her uncle was the great German physicist Heinrich Hertz, who proved the existence of electromagnetic waves, which is why the unit of sound frequency to this day is called Hertz. The point is, Mark Levinson has some serious sound pedigree. Mark Levinson components are at the highest of the high-end, tens of thousands of dollars. 
And there was a story that it kind of, I think, might be folklore, because no one can really confirm this. There's a great bit of British slang for someone who has mastered an incredibly arcane subject, boffin. I'm quizzing two of the senior Mark Levinson sound boffins. First up, Jonathan Pierce. John is very smooth, very California. The story that I've, I've heard time and time again is Mr. Mark Levinson refused to allow a company to take his brand into a vehicle, right? Because the vehicle is not a good environment for acoustics. These are people who construct elaborate listening rooms with 33 speakers and components where cost is no object. Now, someone comes to them and says, would you shrink all that down and put it in a car? I mean, that's like asking Morimoto to do airline food. Wait, so I'm just, I'm just trying to capture Mark Levinson's angst when presented with a car manufacturer. So he's, someone basically comes to him and says, you got to shrink it all down, mm-hmm. stuff it inside a car cabin at a fraction of the price and make it sound good. Yes, and then you have to add two more things which are crazy. One has to be automotive grade. That's the second boffin, Brad Holm chiming in. Brad is from Michigan, bushy beard. He's in the metal and he's a serious car guy. So this room is always gonna stay pretty much in the same temperature. When we test an automotive realm, you've gotta go down to negative 85C all the way up to potentially 85C. So you wanna make sure that the amp, the hardware, everything absorbs through all of that. Wait, so wait, t- tell me about, um, uh, I hadn't thought about temperature before. So uh, what happens at very low and very high temperatures to a, sta- to a sound system if it's not been properly prepared for that? Sure. So a non-automotive speaker, if you put it into a car, park the car in Arizona, um, in the desert, not to pick on the state, just temperature and climate, you might measure on the dash 150 degrees Fahrenheit. Well, that means all the components that you built this with have to withstand 150 degrees without changing shape. And the tolerances are so tight that they can't even start to melt or move any. Their expansion has to be measured tight enough so that that is not contacting. Speakers have copper wire. Copper expands in the heat, shrinks in the cold. If your car is sitting outside in that Arizona sun, your speaker is going to get all messed up. So in automotive, we have to make sure that as that grows or shrinks with temperature, it's not shrinking and contracting and breaking or expanding and then sticking to the walls of what we're trying to get moved. You basically have to start from the ground up. You have to rethink the construction of the speaker itself. Then there's weight. A high-end Levinson speaker can weigh as much as 150 pounds. A serious Levinson amplifier weighs over 100 pounds. Some people might want 250 pounds of sound equipment blasting in their car, but not many. But wait, approach. give me a rough ballpark. If I took all of the stereo components in an LS and put them on a scale, what am I talking about very roughly? Oh, very roughly. I. I'll give you very rough, mm-hmm. uh, if anybody else can correct me, yeah. but it's well under 20 pounds. I would say, okay. including the subwoofer and enclosure, the amplifier, speakers, yeah, probably right around 15, 20 pounds at most. They must give you a cost constraint too. Yes. Can you tell me what it is? I don't mm-hmm. think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but we can guess. If you didn't rein in the audio files of Mark Levinson, Lexus's would cost $300,000. They would become the equivalent of a massive hushed sound stage floating down the road. We just did three episodes on the engine note of the Lexus LC sports car. A car is not supposed to be a sound stage. So of course, Mark Levinson said no to every car company that approached them. 
But then Lexus came calling, and the boffins said, well, if there was ever a time to say yes, this is it. Because these people are crazy perfectionists like us. I don't need to remind you that Lexus is the company where their master-level driver, Osaki-san, spent two years convincing the engineers back at Toyota City to tilt the steering wheel on the LC forward two degrees. Lexus were the windows on the LS slow imperceptibly as they reach their apex. American boffins meet Japanese boffins. And besides, sooner or later, even the world's most dedicated audiophile has to face up to the reality that most people do not listen to music in half a million dollar sound rooms in their basement. They listen in their cars, for better or worse. For all I know, you're listening to this in your car. So if you have a company devoted to better ways of listening to music, you kind of have to say yes, eventually, to the car, which is why we ended up in Northridge. Here is the car stereo problem at its most basic. So when acoustic energy comes off of a speaker, it obviously doesn't just hit our ears, it hits everything else in the room. This is Levinson's John Pierce, again. And if it's absorbed into carpet or absorbed into treatment in the wall, it is then stuck inside of that material. It doesn't then come to your ears in the same manner. But bouncing off of hard surfaces, drywall, uh, hardwood floors, even certain pictures on the wall, glass, that's going to cause reflections. Reflections are what happens to sound in any enclosed space. In a space like the Ergel Theater, you can manage those reflections perfectly. The walls are made of soft, absorbent material. The speakers are placed evenly. Everything is set up so that the sound reflects and reverberates exactly the way people at Levinson wanted it to be reflected and reverberated. But a car is about as far from the Ergel Theater as is humanly possible. I mean, duh, it moves. But also, it's a lot of metal and glass. It has an engine, a thing that makes its own noise and vibration, tires over pavement, and sometimes it has one person inside, and sometimes it has four or five people inside. It's a reflection nightmare. And you can't solve that just by turning up the volume. So the sheet metal in a car is becoming thinner to make vehicles more efficient. This was Brad. When it's thinner, they move more. So as we have a speaker in there, such as a door woofer, vibrating a lot, now the sheet metal can buzz and it can almost start to sound like a steel drum. We're going to start hearing these, uh, what we call BSR in the industry, buzz, squeak, and rattles that come out of the interior or exterior of the car. Brad got his start in the industry putting massive sound systems in muscle cars driven, I'm going to guess, by young men. Jonathan likes to make fun of me because I started in the aftermarket world, and I was the guy from a flea market with the 43 gigawatt amplifier <laughs> and 63,000 subwoofers in the back, and my poor Ford Escort didn't really survive what I did to it. So that was a BSR nightmare. I shook the absolute living daylights out of that car. Um, in the in the act of of putting in this high powered sound system, you created so much additional vibration and such in the car that it it obscured the music or the sound. Obscured is a polite way to put how bad it was. Yeah, I could only hear bass. But I had moved into then sound quality competition where the goal was to be the loudest that you could. And at that point, you're designing a system to play a single frequency, a bass frequency, and that gets challenging because you can dent your uh, roof. The roof panel will start to flex and you can actually start to get indentations in the sheet metal. Um, you know, there's 
all sorts of crazy stories when it gets really? into that. Yeah, you can do that just with a high-powered sound system instead of a car? Yeah. If you look at the people doing the intense sound competitions, they actually are pouring concrete in the doors to try to keep that sound and integrity in there because the sound pressure is so hard that it'll move these panels. They have external clamps on doors to keep the door shut, to keep the interior sealed. Like it, replace the glass with uh, bulletproof glass because you can get to a point where you can overdrive the stability of that. It's pretty intense. Wow. This is an extreme example, of course, but you see the problem. And it's not any different for parents driving minivans who want to listen to the soundtrack from Frozen. The automobile is inherently hostile to good sound. You can put the best set of speakers you want inside a car, but that's not going to solve your problem. Your problem's not the equipment. It's the room you're playing it in. Brad gave us a simple demonstration. So what I've done is taken a well-recorded uh, song, then applied what it would sound like for the unequued speaker to be in there, and then play the reference, which would be back to how it should sound. This isn't uh, doped in any way. This is actually how much power we have in the vehicle. This is a pop song played through a high-end Mark Levinson speaker that Brad has just randomly placed inside a car. So you can hear we're missing a lot of what should be there. There's a lot of imbalances. That really high treble, you still hear that sparkle at the top of the cymbal, but the mid-range is really dull, right? So back to reference so that you guys don't leave with a bitter taste in your mouth. She changes every time you look. So wait, just so I understand, the reference was the way the song was intended to be played in an ideal sound environment. Yes, sir. The first one was if you simply played it through uh, uh, a set of anyone's car speakers, your car speakers, before you do... How do you get the first, how did the, where did the first one exactly come from? Sure, so what I did was I took one of our speakers, mm -hmm. we put it into a vehicle, and without any adjustments made, we just measured it from both seating positions in the car. That first recording, the muddy sound, the dull mid-range, that's what I've been hearing in every car I've ever driven. And I'm gonna guess it's very close to what you hear as well. That's what I've always believed a car stereo sounded like. But that was before Jacob and I cruised the freeways of Los Angeles in a tricked-out Lexus LS with the music blasting. Next week, we're going to sit down inside our Lexus with the boffins at Mark Levinson and figure out how they did it. One last thing. At Levinson, they have a series of what are called anechoic rooms, which are rooms designed to have no sound reverberations or reflection. Completely dead rooms perfect for testing new equipment. They took us in one. Yeah, come on in. Here, come on in, guys. Getting <clears throat> some sound. We're not getting locked in here. There's like oh, no, no, there'll be people out there. Unless they hate us, they should let us out of here. Of like a horror movie. Yeah. We stood on a platform in a small square room. Above, around, and below us were pyramid-shaped wedges of something yellow and soft wrapped in mesh. Dozens of them. There was no hum, no echo, nothing. Every single iota of sound was soaked up by the yellow wedges. That's weird. Yeah. 
Wait, you, can we have can we have um like thirty seconds of silence? Because I want to. Sure. Mm -hmm. All right, everyone listening, silence. We almost we're almost never in. No. Think about it. This well, is unnatural. Completely unnatural. Unnatural. Yeah. And nothing in nature exists like this whatsoever. Yeah. 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 It sounds like your ears are plugged. Yeah. 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 And I think if you stay in here long enough, your brain would probably go crazy just, just a little bit. The place was creepy. This is all like styrofoam. It's fiberglass. Fiberglass. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's just sucking up everything. It just sucks up everything. Absolutely. But there's enough metal in here to give you a little bit more ambience. The one upstairs doesn't have that. Yeah. You, uh, if you put someone in here, like an under in solitary confinement, they would lose their mind. They would. Absolutely. It would be a very cruel and unusual torture, for sure. Yes. What, is this where you where you where you discipline wayward employees of? of uh... <laughs> then I thought about it. It's not where they send the wayward employees. I think the anechoic rooms are where the boffins go and scream when the stress of making a decent sounding car system proves too overwhelming. If a boffin screams in an anechoic room, does it make a sound? Go and See is produced by Jacob Smith with Emily Rostek and Carly Migliori. Edited by Julia Barton. Evan Viola composed our theme music and mixed and mastered our episodes. Special thanks to Jacob Weisberg, Hedda Fane, Paul Williamson, the Mark Levinson engineers, and all the Lexus executives, engineers, and designers who participated in our recordings. Go and See is a production of Lexus and Pushkin Industries. I'm Malcolm Gladwell. The tradition of breaking tradition continues with the return of the unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business at Mobile World Congress. This is an event that celebrates innovators whose bold actions took their industries to new places. If that sounds like you and you're a T-Mobile for Business customer, enter today. If you win, you'll be publicly honored amongst some of the most influential leaders in industry. And me, I'll be there too. Enter now at tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. See you there. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. You know, I love music, but I haven't picked up an instrument in years. You know why? I tell myself, I don't have time. Where am I going to find a teacher? Well, there's an answer. Musora. Musora is the place where you can learn essential skills and techniques with more than a hundred of the world's best teachers and musicians and thousands of famous songs. You get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 per month, less than a single private lesson. Just go to musora.com, M-U-S-O-R-A.com to start a new musical journey today.